Hello and welcome to the Amateur Skeptics Podcast number 154. Joining me this evening, Mac. Good evening. They're still not Christians. <laughs> and the dumbass himself. The power of my magic vibrations compels you. Ooh, I felt that. I know you did. I was aiming <laughs> at you. <laughs> well, uh, we, we, you know, we're down to we're down to three of us. We're just through attrition. We're just kind of losing people, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Either that, or there's a serial killer. One of us. One of us is a killer. It could I be. brought you all here tonight to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. We're still we're still working things out. But yeah, and Ian, I don't know what what's going on with him tonight. He just abandoned us. I think he was having dinner, so I think we lost him to nutrition or rather did, than attrition. Uh, oh, I see. I, probably, I don't. I don't know. I was just making the pot. <laughs> we probably lost him to his new girlfriend. That's probably what it is. Oh, by the way. Um, I know we have talked uh, before about the the things that our culture has done to the char- the Greek god Hades. There was an absolutely fantastic Hades is the villain on Once Upon a Time this this season, and there was an absolutely fantastic line. They made reference to him being the devil. He says, "Well, no, but we're often conflated." <laughs> I had to look up the word and go, "Oh, wow, conflated." Conflated. Oh, I've used that word. I, I like that word. I've used that before. I, I, I do too. Now I, I, I've heard it before. I had to look it up and make sure I understood it for what it was, which is the combining of two things into something else. Right. Kind of like. And they did. They um, once upon a time they just had their first lesbian kiss too. Oh, they did. Well, yeah. that that must have been news. I'm not sure if I've ever I've seen it in the news or. Or anything, but I thought that was pretty interesting. Okay, which 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 characters was that on Once Upon a Time? You haven't seen the latest one. I haven't seen the latest one. The uh, last one I watched was the one where they, uh, I guess, they retconned Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. Mm. Well, just mm. watch it through. I think you'll probably be able to tell which two characters are going to kiss. Uh, okay, probably fairly early in the episode. All right. All right. I uh, I went back and so we talked about Nikki Glaser's show uh, on the last podcast. So I went back and um and watched all I watched all of them. <laughs> that is a great show. I that and so you know she she has done twice the thing with where she does the um, lie detector. Mm-hmm. The, the first time she did it actually it was with her friends because she wanted to find out if she was friend zoning any of her friends and find out if they wanted to sleep with her. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and every one of them, you know, all all the all the guys were like, no. And, and they, and they, they, you look at the guy doing the uh, the lie detector, and he's like, Bro, lie. <laughs> and they're like, okay. And and, and, and he has one of them. She he finally. She no. When was it that you finally? You know, now when you were deep deep in the friend zone. When was it that that that. Um, that the reality finally set in that we were never going to sleep together. And he says, right now. So <laughs> 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 the friend zone episode is, is, was pretty good too, but there was a woman that was on there and he, and she's like, you know, did you ever think we were going to sleep together? She's like, yeah, y- you did. <laughs> and she was the most honest. The woman was the most honest about the fact that she, you know, that she, that she would sleep with Nikki. And and that she wanted to and thought that it might happen. <laughs> I don't really like the term friend zone, though. I mean, like, <clears throat> okay, I, I I mean, like, I have female friends, and to tell you the truth, I'm attracted to most of them. But it's not a question that I, that I feel like I'm in the friend zone with them. I mean, 
uh, I'll, I might think about them for a masturbatory fantasy once in a while, but other than that, it's not a huge deal. Well, there's a certain amount of reality that you're imposing there that you might know that it's never going to go any further, but you still use them for your spank bank, and I and I, I think that's great. Yeah. I appreciate that. I guess it's a thing if you let your fantasies run away with you and think, I might get in her pants someday. Right, if you think it might go further than it actually, you know, realistically will. Yeah. And that could, you know, I say... You know, just chill and let things happen the way they happen. I mean, if you're attracted to somebody, it's not a huge deal. Don't try to let it run away with you. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, well, very good. So I wanted to, I, we needed to make one correction, Mac. <laughs> oh, you go ahead. <laughs> you told me last week that Jehovah's Witnesses didn't consider themselves Christians. And that is what and, I believe to be true. And And still... <laughs> Still, even in the even Brian, the face of the evidence, who are you to challenge his beliefs with evidence? Right, exactly. Just, just, right. We can't we have like tolerance for other people's beliefs? <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, yeah. So, so yeah. So while I know, why are that you persecuting you... me for my beliefs? <laughs> anyway, so I went to jw.org and looked it up there, and is and there's a there is a whole section on there, and and because there's a whole section on there, I don't think that Mac is the only one that thought this. It, um, are Jehovah's Witnesses Christians? And it says yes, they are, and then it gives a bunch of reasons biblically as to why that is. Okay, what's interesting, though, is I had that idea from a conversation that I had with Jehovah's Witnesses in the past. Well, it is – well, but I always thought they were Christians. I never – I – that's it. I'm I'm telling you that I I talked to a couple of them, and they gave me the distinct impression that they they consider themselves to be separate from Christianity. Well, they certainly consider themselves to be separate from like Catholic Catholicism or Protestantism, and you know, in these different. Well, if you, sects. If you accept like, I, it depends on how you define it. If you accept like a, a wide view of it as Christian, you know, cr- you know, believer in Christ, you know that that's what Christian is supposed to mean. Then, of these religions that have Christ as their central figure, would be considered Christian. Well, so one of the things it says on here is that when people become Jehovah's Witnesses, they are baptized baptized in the name of Jesus. And so it it depends. I mean, he, the thing is, is that because they don't accept the Trinity, they are not considered Christians by by other sects, such as the Catholics. Or, or very good fans of the Matrix, because they don't accept the Trinity. Ah, yes. Well. Uh, ah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's too bad Ian wasn't here because he's the one that likes that movie the least. <laughs> <laughs> he should have been here for that joke. Yeah. By the way, Brian, you've been promising us uh, this uh, this uh, new um, uh, this new member of the panel. Uh, what was the name again? Um, Snuffleupagus. <laughs> Snuffleupagus. Uh, <laughs> I I think that the I think that wasn't it uh, Kaiser Sose. <laughs> well, both of both of those could be true. Listen, I'm working on it. <laughs> you know, we, we can't all be as good at this as dumbass. <laughs> I, I am the king. Yeah, that's right. When was the last time you put out one of your own podcasts? Um, uh, hey, don't we have another topic to go to? <laughs> we sure do. We can masturbate without Ian. It's time for the masturbation moment. 
the Amateur Skeptics present Ian's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. I usually do. <laughs> what? Really? <laughs> you, well, he said he usually masturbates without Ian, so, I mean, if, if, uh, well, he did say usually, so there are some times when you masturbate with Ian. <laughs> hmm. Well, do tell. <laughs> you know, you can't have masturbation without Bation. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but let's continue. So, we've got an article here. Christian article, Christian author Mac Major says female masturbation is, quote, direct path to Satan. Okay. So, I don't have a disagreement with that, so let's go on. <laughs> I want to read you a little quote here. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Are, are you sure you wrote Satan and not Satin? <laughs> I'm just checking. S-A-T-A-N, unless it was a misspelling. <clears throat> so... Here it is. <clears throat> there are such things as sex demons, and the danger in masturbating is that one could inadvertently summon a sex demon to attach itself to you through, through the act of masturbating. And once that demon detaches, it is difficult to get it to leave. It will drive you to masturbate, even when you don't want to. You'll be hit with urges to play with yourself so powerful that only an orgasm will allow you some temporary relief. There's a, so, they have a name I, I want to. They have yes. a name for that. It's called being human. I, I want to ask you guys: did did that quote make both of you as hot as it did me? <laughs> I I love that quote because because it's always temporary, right? Because <clears throat> you know you 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 get off and then you know five minutes later you want to do it again. It's like Chinese food. <laughs> we should we should summon that Chinese man who would uh, who who. Um, exercise those vagina ghosts using his penis. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Well. <laughs> so as he explains the normal you think human he's condition, Chinese masturbation. Wait thing? a minute! I just, I just want to say something here. This this thing that I just read, I've had that you know online role play with a girl, and it was damn hot. And let me tell you something. The solution for those of you who are wondering how to get rid of sex demons was basically to uh, make her really horny, overload. Uh, her libido so that uh, the demon would be overwhelmed with sex energy and leave. I'm, I'm just imagining, after, you know, when you're finished, there, all this stuff stuck to your hand that you just can't get off. I can't get the demon off. Mm. <laughs> all right. Ectoplasm. I, I don't necessarily buy that there are sex demons, but if there are, my guess is that they speak in Crowley's voice from Supernatural. <laughs> I, I love this. There are sex demons. What happens if you get a sex demon? I mean, really? Apparently, it makes you masturbate. Apparently, I'm telling you to think. What is the mythological creature that you know that that um, feeds that off would of be sex? the uh, that would be the succubus? Yes, or the incubus uh, causes the urges yeah. in males. The incubus causes the urges in females. Or you know. Of course, uh, gender fluidity has thrown that all out the window. <laughs> I got to say, though, that seems like a damn fine way to die. 
<laughs> I, you know, I, I'm thinking that even the incubi and succubi probably can't keep up anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they probably got charts and shit and like they're sitting here going, okay, so wait a minute. Okay. Male, but with a female spirit. Okay. Larry. Larry, you go. <laughs> Pull out the map to the clitoris. <laughs> I, Larry, Larry, Larry Elzebub is probably the demon's name. So this is uh, this is all defended later by Doctor. Uh, what is this, Doctor Lauren Stryger? I mean, so the, the first part of the episode talks about this guy who who basically talks about masturbating female ma- and it's only female masturbation. I guess we're not talking about male masturbation here. That is might still be okay. And uh, so, well, well, of course, uh, I mean, women shouldn't masturbate. They shouldn't have any sexual urges at all. That's right. They should be covered from head to toe. I, and- I think that I think that women shouldn't have any sexual urges at all is just what happens in the presence of this this Christian author, Mac Major. So there is no scientific. He's, he's having a hard time believing that he's he's not the average. <laughs> <laughs> so there is no scientific evidence of demons attaching themselves to people who masturbate. On the contrary, medical experts believe masturbation is healthy, if not important, for both men and women. So they're re- they're going to refute demons with science. I'm done with this article. Yeah, <laughs> that that's that that does kind of make it ridiculous, doesn't it? <laughs> so I like I like this dildos and all. Uh, of those other sex toys have been used for thousands of years in demonic sect rituals. It is one of the main ways ancient pagan societies worshipped their demonic gods. I would like to see the records of that. Well, there, there are, there are, there are things about preopic wands. Yes. The the problem with preopic... the, the problem with those records is that the pages are all stuck together. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure like ancient societies have used sex as uh, rituals and stuff. I, I'm sure that has happened, but the main one of the main ways that they did it. Uh, you know what the real sad part is that those records were kept on stone tablets. <laughs> <laughs> like With a, a lot of woodcuts, it's like cement. <laughs> ah, these people. <laughs> You know, so I watched the video at the bottom of this, um, which which was a, a group of women talking about how they masturbate and how it's kind of changed over time. You know, how it took them a long time to get comfortable with it. But once they got comfortable with it, then they could masturbate much quicker. And there was one woman that actually said that she it took her a long time and then she figured out how she could do it really, really quick. And now she's had a, she, now she's kind of gone back to taking more time and having a date with herself, which sounds pretty hot. I missed that video. I should, uh, uh, hold on, give me four minutes and 49 seconds. <laughs> no, I'll watch it after. <laughs> but that video led me to another video called uh, Let Free, Let's Free the Nipples, a 30-minute documentary where this woman gets naked on camera, and she talks about how she feels about being naked and how for her it's not a sexual thing. I mean, she gets a little wooey for me at sometimes, but for the most part, I really appreciated just how, you know, it's basically, this is, this is me. This is my body. And if, if it makes you feel dirty, that's kind of on you because, you know, that, that it's about you, not about me. And so yeah. I, I liked the, the video. It was, uh, and it's by a, 
Her name is Dexter Campbell on YouTube. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what I was saying earlier. Like my, my philosophy, like I have female friends that I'm attracted to. Um, and if my, my attraction doesn't mean that much to me, that's just on me. That's just something that, you know, I, I think that woman is attractive. Uh, I am going to think about her at some point later, but it doesn't, shouldn't really, uh, rule how I interact with her. Absolutely. Yeah. And all I'm thinking from what you just said was, I was just thinking about you. Oh, what a coincidence. I was just about to finish thinking about you. <laughs> name name the movie. I haven't seen it. I, uh, you have not seen it. That is a wonderful movie called Your Highness. I don't think I've seen that. Uh, Danny McBride, um what James Franco, uh Zoe Deschanel and Natalie Portman. Hmm. It is a essentially it's Dungeons and Dragons with sex and drugs. Okay. Oh. Okay. So how often should you and your partner have sex? The article is actually says, how much sex should you be having? To which the answer is, all the sex! All the sex. All of it. With your fist raised in the air and sex spelled S-E-X-S. So uh, apparently they, they, did some, uh, they, they did some surveys of people, and they found that couples who had more sex considered themselves happier. Now, of course, this is all self-reported garbage studies. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's the worst kind of research. But But it's the it's the kind of research that catches people's attention it's, and it, that people are inclined to believe. Exactly. So I and I can I can appreciate that. Yeah, I, I think that if if couples aren't having sex anymore that you know, maybe they aren't as happy with each other. That doesn't mean they're not happy, right? Maybe, you know, maybe their relationship has changed. I think that there's a lot of reasons and and sometimes divorce is the best answer, right? But this idea that that the the more sex you're having with your partner, the happier you you are. Okay, that's fine. But then it, the the article is very good to go on and say, but that doesn't necessarily mean you have to find the right amount of sense sex for you. There are couples that are like trying to have sex every day, and you know that isn't necessarily going to work for everybody. And they said that in some cases, if if you're forcing yourself to have sex, it's not fun anymore because somebody's telling you to do it, so it kind of has the opposite effect. So you can't – so it's not something you can force, but it is an interesting observation. Well, let me ask you, Brian, and, and, and if this is not too personal, how how much do three kids cut down on what you and the missus end up doing? Not a lick. <laughs> they can listen. No, seriously, that, that has never been an issue for Jen and I. Okay. But you, you stopped oral? Because uh, you said not a lick. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, okay. So, uh, so, so let you me... could you could just walk into the bedroom, and, Daddy. Can I have? Hold on a second. <laughs> it's not just quite that. Finish up your, with your mom here. I, I, I know that there are. You just, there just are... stand by the bed there. I'll, <laughs> I'll get to you in a second, sweetie. <laughs> oh, that could be taken more than that, one word. That would that got way incesty there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I didn't mean it that way, but yeah. no. But I, I would say that I would say that having kids did not affect Jen and I's sex life. I, dumbass! At least you didn't say I brought you into the world this way. I can take you out the same way. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that death by Hongo Bongo? 
Yes, it is. <laughs> At least I you could say Hunger. that. I, I, you could probably say it either way. <laughs> uh, so no, so uh, for us, it it hasn't affected that. Okay. And of course, your situation is 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 wackier than mine. So it is. Uh, it is interesting. And everybody but needs a I, different amount of sex. Well, that's too, and mean. and the article is good about about getting that too. So I went through the research, and then it kind of it kind of uh, had some some opinions on the research. I think that were different than what the research. You know, it, it had some better interpretations of the findings. I thought. I thought the article was pretty good and pretty fair. Yeah. At at my point, also though, I've I'm you know I've I've just hit my 49th birthday, and I think I value the friendship at this point more than I would value knocking boots just now. Maybe. Yeah. I, I kind of feel the same way. Well, I have a great friendship and get to knock boots. So yeah, <laughs> I'm happy for you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. What else we got here? Oh, what is this? Is this Ecuador? Got talent. Are we not going to do the transgender bashing oh, I'm, thing? I'm sorry. Yes. Let's do this. Pardon me. I don't want to skip my own article. Okay, so I think most people at this point are aware of the whole of what's going on in Kentucky with their with their anti transgender bills. Am I am I wrong about that? That they're basically trying. I've, to... I've heard a couple of things. Uh, is it just from Kentucky? Because like I've, I think I've heard a couple of times. I'm not sure if That's, they were both it's from Kentucky. Kentucky. Oh, this one says uh, South Nashville, Carolina, Tennessee. Also, I believe this one. This particular one is Tennessee. I guess that my article's for. So there's a yep. bunch of them going on, right? And they they're all back there. I mean, I I don't know. Is is there any real difference between Kentucky and Tennessee? I, I don't know. The whiskeys are different. I'll, I'll give you that. There's a difference between <laughs> Tennessee whiskey and bourbon, right? There's a difference. Yeah. I think they have different horses. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, so there's a bunch of these bills going on, and and in response, you know, we're we're seeing we we are seeing that there is going to be financial repercussions for this. And what I found interesting about this particular article is that the state attorney general has issued a statement saying that this bill would cost them. One point two billion dollars in federal money, and so now, so now they're going back and they, they want the the reass they reassessing. How is it costing them? Oh, the, you're talking that you're saying they'll that lose they money. Pass the bill; it's going to cost them federal money. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's not just that. As you as you read through this, you know, uh, Coca Cola is not happy, and um, so there's a, there's a lot of companies that oh. are like, wait a second, this this you is not okay. You've got um, a lot of different. I, I've been talking. I've been seeing things about boycotting South Carolina for this reason. Right. Okay. So that's going on. I I I know that Kentucky's got some ones going on. Tennessee's got them going on. And so basically, the idea the the these bills. The idea is that they're passing a bill um, that will only allow you to use the bathroom of the of your birth gender. So whatever gender you were assigned at birth, that is the bathroom you have to use. And will they be paying to put guards on bathroom doors? Well, see. I so don't... hold on a second. Hold on a second. Most people at birth are assigned to use a diaper. So that that's a slippery slope. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are uh, there is a, a uh, there are two genders assigned at birth, right or wrong, male and female. <laughs> 
It, it, so, but what? Here's the thing that I find most appalling about this. Okay, and see, this is this is too why why we need a female contributor. I mean, that somebody to react to that joke. Yeah, exactly right. Maybe. That joke right there. You know what? Uh, let's face it. I mean, we're just talking about a woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> we don't. This is why we need a woman. We don't need you, Terry. <laughs> you, you can just go away and never come back for all we care. Let's keep our emotions to ourselves. We're men. <laughs> yep. I, I try. I strive to have only two emotions, so, rage and suppressed rage. <laughs> so this article, though, has a – I think that this particular line anyway, I don't know who this has said this. States like Tennessee – and uh, Tennessee and to a certain extent, North Carolina, Mississippi have long histories over the last couple of generations of working with questionable and civil rights. President Obama has talked on a number of occasions about the important progress that our country has made with regard to civil rights. So I don't know who said that. That's not the one I was looking for. I'm sorry. I just read something that was that was too enlightening. There's one in here that basically says that it it knocks out President Obama for not protecting kids. So basically, you know, they, they're really trying to pass these bills on the uh, with the idea that they are protecting children. And I don't see how those transgender rapists that are just exactly like all those transgender rapists. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. So you know what. I I it, would say, let no one use the bathroom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, let them pee in the doorways like hobos. So the, the the main response to this is that they are, that President Obama isn't trying to protect kids. But what I found most appalling about this, that, you know, Obama gets demonized for so much. Oh, shit. I know. Yeah. That that that. So here's here. Let let's 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 take this. At face value and say, okay, this bill really is going to protect kids, right? So, but now there's a financial issue. How much money are they going to lose? So they might not protect the kids because they'll lose money. Well, and protect kids from what? Well, but I, I'm, talk, just, I'm just saying, okay. I'm just saying in, in this hypothetical scenario, let's take them at their word that this is going to protect kids. But okay. now they're questioning whether or not to pass the bill to protect these children because it's going to cost them money. So how much are those kids worth now? It depends on where you sell them. <laughs> I mean, um, it, down depends, south it, the depends on, it depends. No, you, no, you, hold on, hold on. Okay, they've got the tiny fingers, and they can do the really, really <laughs> delicate stitching. <laughs> well, let, well, let so, me ask you. Let me ask you, you get, Brian. You get a couple grand. You can get a couple grand each kid. Right. I would have so to call could, the white slavers that do these things. Right. <laughs> let, let me ask you. Something, I don't. Brian. I don't discriminate in slavery. <laughs> No, they. Right. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. Yes. Go right. ahead. Yes. Dumbass. How yes. much would you pay to prevent your kids from being raped by a transgender person? <laughs> I would pay $1.2 million for sure. That, that seems like pocket change at that point to protect your kids, doesn't it? So you personally, so, so like, I mean, if you speak for everybody, you could raise a lot of money. I, I could, right? Couldn't yeah. I? But here, here's my point. It's real simple. Is that is this a moral issue and and about protecting kids, right? Or is it about the money, right? What what is really going on here? I think one point two for one point mm. two million is bad value for mm. protection. I'm sorry. Uh, you can buy I'm a sorry. taser for less than a hundred bucks. It's one point two billion. 
it's definitely bad value then. You can buy a taser for less than a hundred bucks. Yeah, I don't know. I would just, I, I just thought I was just sickened by this idea. I mean, the whole, the whole, the, the passing evil in the first place sickens me. But it's like then, they, then they go, oh wait, shit, we might lose federal funding. Well, you know what? Let's let's back off of this. Let, you know, don't worry about the yeah. kids. They'll take care of themselves like they always had. <laughs> well, and the the thing of it is, they are talking about protecting kids, but they're not talking about protecting. They're they're talking about protecting the kids that they want to protect, which means that they're they're marginalizing children that don't fit into the mold that they want anyway. Right. Absolutely. But here's and the that thing: marginalizing is, that- is going to be as damaging to these kids these these kids who are having transgender issues as being raped or molested would be. But if this really was about protecting the kids, right? Would the money – should the money matter? No. If it was about protecting the kids, screw the money. Okay, exactly. So the fact that they are now considering the financial losses for, for, for passing this bigotry bill is, is, is very telling. Yeah. Although I don't think that uh, – I don't think there is concern about the financial losses mm. in Kentucky because they are – Kentucky is counting on the revenue for, our, for the movie uh, Angel in Denim, the Kim Davis story, to <laughs> – to uh you know i keep saying kentucky but this is tennessee i i don't I know, see kentucky anywhere but kentucky is in the mix is it okay kentucky is in the mix uh south carolina is in the mix tennessee is in the mix this particular bill is in tennessee okay yeah there is one in, in kentucky too okay so yeah, yeah so it, the, all these backward states have got a bill i i think that saying backward states is disrespecting their culture <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, then so be it. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, I'm all so, for disrespecting their culture. So these bills were never meant to protect anybody. They were meant to make a statement of, you know, that a bunch of bigots wanted to make. And the fact that it's going to cost a lot of money. Now they're backtracking. Well, they are they are meant to make a they're meant to make political bonds. Right, exactly. Make political capital for people who are trying to show how far to the right, how conservative they are. So they're basically, we've got this whole thing where we've got a whole bunch of, we've got people trying to out-conservative each other. Right, exactly. That is true. They're out trying to out-conservative each other. But then, you know, then, then they're basically saying, you know, liberals, they, 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 you know, they're the ones that are encouraging the, the rape of these children because we, because we can't protect them from transgender rapists. Damn liberals. Those, yeah. Transgender rapists that you can't point to <laughs> exactly. a single instance of. <laughs> right. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They don't exist. Although there were some incidences of uh, Republicans being inappropriate in bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there are plenty of those. Here's, you know, the thing that kills yeah, hey, me. We, we should have a separate bathroom for Republicans. <laughs> uh, one, yeah, that one should have cameras in it for sure. <laughs> we don't want them peeing on the wall. We need to. We need to make sure that they're that they're peeing properly. Mm. And we look out for the ones with the wide stances. I bet they've all got deviated septums. No, what is that? No, that's the nose. Nah, never mind. Whatever. <laughs> they spray when they pee. <laughs> All right. Can we talk about, is it 
Ecuador's got talent talent now. Sure. Yes. Let's talk about Ecuador's got talent. So And I guess we can take um, the we can also acknowledge that, you know, that that we we're gonna poke some fun at Ecuador, but we the, we do of course, you know, feel for the people who are, you know, suffering from the earthquake. Isn't that Ecuador? And from, and from Ecuador's got talent. Yes. We feel for these people too. <laughs> yes. I haven't been paying attention to the news. I didn't realize there was an earthquake. Am I wrong? I don't know. I like I said, I haven't been paying attention to the news. <laughs> Oh, man. Maybe it was some. Uh, I'm going to look that up while you talk. Uh, Ecuador's Got Talent is pretty much just like Britain's Got Talent or like any of the talent shows that you've seen all over the place. Um, there was this panelist on there, uh, Maria Fernanda Rios. And she's apparently, I think she, it says she lost her job, but I think maybe she's just, uh, her contract isn't up, but she's being, she's being taken off screen, screen time right now for this, but. Essentially, what she did after a singer had performed uh, was a 16-year-old contest- contestant. She she asked this um, this uh, young girl. She asked her, uh, "Do you believe in God?" And she replied, uh, "No." And right away, you gotta say, "Wait, is that something you just ask every contestant?" I mean, you gotta wonder. Yeah, you, that sounds fishy right there. I'm pretty sure what happened here is that she heard that this girl doesn't believe in God and wanted to make hay of it on national te- television. And she did. Yeah. Yeah, so she so, she basically came down on her for not believing in God, and the girl's just standing there like, this isn't why what I want to be talking about on stage right now. It was kind <laughs> of irrelevant know? for the situation, for sure. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because according to this picture down below – if this picture is telling the, if this if the story this picture is telling is correct, it looks like the the judge that came down on her also exed her because she didn't believe in God. Well, that could be. I mean, I mean, I saw I saw the video and she looked like she, to me, she looked like she was being really snotty about uh, about uh, not agreeing with her about her belief in God, and she she didn't say it. She she said it, she didn't. Uh, actually say that that was the reason she was exing her she was uh, she said that basically she said uh, i don't think your voice is where it should be right now but uh, i don't know i kind of got the impression that that probably played a role in it so here's the thing um her contract um she's being taken off the air they will have three judges till the end of the, uh, till the end of this season and at the end of the season her turn her contract will be terminated and not picked up for the next season yeah, and she was, right. uh, but here's which the thing, is, is it, different than being sacked, right? But it's it's essentially it's the same gonna, thing. It's going to lose her whatever exposure she was getting from the show, right? I I have the feeling it, this might been might have been something though where she did this to get herself off the show so she could get exposure in a different way. I bet I bet that was not <laughs> the I bet that was not the agenda, but I also bet it doesn't hurt her. Yeah, uh, yeah, this is. So another judge piped up and said, well, you know, you're young. You haven't suffered any, you know, anything and you haven't struggled. And and when you struggle, you know, then you'll find God is basically what the other one said. Yeah, I I heard that. And that that apparently got a response. Listen, I have something important to say about that. And um, here's here's the thing. The proper response to somebody saying. To set, who says who assumes that you haven't had suffering uh, in the first place, and who says when you do suffer, 
a major loss or, or have anything like that, you are going to automatically turn to religion and God. The proper response to that is fuck you. Yeah. yeah. That, that's all I've got to say on that. It's fuck so, you for yep. assuming. Why do, we, why do we want people to suffer? Well, okay. Why, I, mean, I, they, I, I, I realize that most yeah. people do have times of adversity, but why do we want people to suffer? This this person is basically saying, well, you're going to suffer, and when you suffer, you're going to turn to God. Yeah, okay? they didn't use the word suffering. I use that word. I, I forget okay. what word they use, but still. I, I, times of adversity. Well, here, here's what she why said. Why do we want? Um, I'll, I'll quote it. Wait, uh, Go ahead. Yeah, okay, so I'll, I'll quote it. Um, oh, wait, I'm looking at the wrong thing here. Uh, I think, here we go. Here's the quote. Okay. I think that you are still young and have had it easy so far, but times of suffering will come when the only thing that will help you through it is the amazing love of God, and then you will look for him. So, yeah, okay. the proper so, response to that is, fuck you. They, you don't know anything about me. And, and, and I, why you, do you, you both of you have, know that I know suffering. Yes. Why do you absolutely. want me to have the yeah. life that you've had, which has had all this suffering, so that you had to turn to God? Why don't you just, have, why don't you just want me to have a nice life? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And then another judge um, said, um, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say anything about about uh, your belief in God because you're because because belief in God and talent are two separate things." And so that that's the one that gets my applause. Yeah, exactly. So yep. there was one judge that was like, "This is, doesn't even belong here." But uh, you know, you look at the thing. There's two X's, uh, two two red ones, and two blue ones. I don't know what that means exactly, uh, but the, they did move her on to the next round. But I can only imagine. That I I wonder though if they moved her on to the next round because of the controversy. They might have, but um, maybe she was good enough. I I didn't see the performance. You know. Well, uh, yeah. I I'm I'm not saying that she wasn't good enough. I'm just saying that it it may have not been in their hands because of the controversy. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was it was uh well, it was definitely good for ratings. I'll bet you anything that people are people are will be uh coming back to see the show next week. Yeah. This is this might be a case of no publicity is bad publicity. Mm. So yeah, I don't know. It was it's unfortunate that it came up in the first place. It should have it shouldn't have been part of the contest to begin with. And I think I think that dumbass is yeah, right. Yeah, it, it was incredibly out of line for yeah. her to even bring up. Do you believe in God? Yeah, absolutely. It's like, what's the point? Is, is was she good or not? And get on with it. Yeah. However, she could have legitimately mm. asked her, if, "Do you believe in life after love?" <laughs> so I, I the the comments the two comments that I see here. Well, only if she sung if she if she did a cover of that song, right? So it's just like, <laughs> yeah. The one person says that you, you uh, sung you sung the song. Do you believe in life after love? Delicious. No, no. I, I believe that after you've loved, your life ends just right there. <laughs> All right, delicious poetic justice. Where's your God now? God won't protect you from your religious bigotry and bullheadedness of a 16-year-old on television. <laughs> they should have they should have fired both judges. Keep the religious crap home where it belongs. And they I agree with this. They couldn't fire both judges because they had to keep at least 3 judges on there. Yeah. Well, otherwise you've got one red X, one blue X. And inconclusive every every person. Yeah, it would not. They needed three judges, and the other judge was not nearly as bad, but still, it was not good. Yeah. But yeah, but, but and, religion. And besides is... which, I don't think the point of these judges is actually to choose things so much as it is to weigh the constitutionality of the performers. Yeah, 
But, you know, religion is like having a penis. It's great that you have one. You can be proud of it. Just don't whip it out in public. Um, breasts do not apply to that, though. Breasts can be whipped out in public anytime. Free the penis. <laughs> Free the penis. <laughs> you mean no. Keep free it in willy? your pants. Free willy. <laughs> Mine head? <laughs> free willy, the John Wayne Bobbitt story. <laughs> oh. Oh, you went there. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> That's a defer- that that's a reference that just really dates of, those of us who get it. Just one of the cutting remarks I'll be making tonight. <laughs> <laughs> when did uh, that happen? Mid nineties, somewhere. I... Yeah, I think it was the mid nineties. All right. So, what's the difference between art and porn? Mm. Okay. Well, yeah, I found this video, uh, YouTube performer uh who talks a lot about sexuality different fetishes and, and uh, uh things like that her name is liz lapointe either that or lapointe i'm not sure how it's pronounced so you have it have you both watched the video i've watched most of it i um i think i watched half of it to be fair um, okay yeah and I, I saw i saw the pictures that she was showing of herself and i showed the one that that rose the controversy which were pretty yeah. tame to be quite honest you know, it's 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 such an incredibly subjective subject, though, because the definition of porn is any work that that has no value or no artistic merit and creates sexual thoughts. Yeah, see, okay. I, that and is such a terrible definition. I, 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 I would dispute that because um, I think art is something that's put out there to evoke emotions, and I don't think that there's anything really substantially different about it if the emotion that you're evoking is sexual arousal. Well, and it, to, to say that something has no artistic merit is a judgment call okay, on the so part of the person who's making that judgment. I, I, the, I have found television program, magazine, book, etc., uh, that are regarded as emphasizing the sensu- sensuous or sensuality aspect of a non uh, non-sexual subject or stimulating a compulsive interest in their audience. Okay, so Twilight series is porn. Uh, <laughs> well, it didn't do it for me, so no. <laughs> By the way, Brian, that, this video was four I, and a half minutes long, and I posted it several days ago. Oh, you maybe didn't have I did. Time to get <laughs> no, I okay. I did. Maybe I did watch the whole thing then. I thought it was longer. Wait, here, let me see. Uh, I don't know. This I guess, is, okay, I, guess I, my I did watch the that, whole thing. That, that vampires are non-sexual. Though. This is this is the one that led me to let let's free the nipples, nipple. Let's free the nipple. Thirty minute uh-huh. documentary. So I got distracted by nipples. Well, that is understandable. Well, thank you. You got you got to you got to go with it when you you know you catch something about boobs. <laughs> boobs. B e w b s. That's the proper pronunciation. Oh, I, oh, well, I've been saying it wrong. <laughs> anyway, so I, I thought yes. I thought it was interesting because she showed these video uh, these pictures that her husband took of her that are I, I are extremely tasteful. They're they're I mean there there's nothing um I don't know. I, I don't like this word pornography anyway because I, I still have trouble if if it's anything that arises as makes you feel it's it's intended to be a bad word. It's yeah. been intended to be bad by connotation and 
it's intended to make people feel dirty just saying it. Yeah, I, it is. But it doesn't so make So I don't feel like dirty. the word either. I, I, I think pornography, all pornography, is art. Anything that somebody puts out there, and you can judge whether any art is good art or bad art, but, you know, like, people like to think that, oh, art is only something that I think, that I personally think has some sort of tasteful or useful purpose, which I think is complete nonsense. Um, anything yeah. that you put out there that somebody creates to evoke some sort of emotion in the audience, I think that is art. I'm and I'm comfortable I with that. I will stand by that. Yeah. Here, the the picture that was released that got her the most controversy is her sitting on a rock, with, but her legs are up. There, she's not even. There's some side boob there. That's it. Boob, side boob, <laughs> side boob, boob. <laughs> <laughs> it's and it's not really. Um, it's not sexual at all. In fact, most of yeah. the photos in here that uh, she shows of her are are not sexual. Yeah, she's nude, but. I mean, they're they're just nude photos. Yeah, and um, yeah, she she got a comment from somebody saying that uh, apparently uh, saying that she got taken advantage of, and that that it wasn't really art, which vehemently denies. She, she uh, I think this picture is beautiful and it tells a story to me, so it gets me curious, invokes some emotion. Why should I consider consider that I've been taken advantage of because I'm showing my naked body? Yeah, that's pretty ridiculous too. The the comment, one of the comments on here is good. It's just I, I completely agree with everything in this video. I think it's ridiculous the way that sex is looked at in this country, and that is so true. I mean, we are a. Uh, I mean, there's a reason I I can't remember the videos, uh, the the uh, the comic strip. But I, my wife is sitting there; she would know. Um, uh, that basically America is uh, is represented by the by a character that is a you know a virgin. You know, America is yeah, the virgin. Italia. Italia, yeah. No. No? What? I'm wrong. Scandinavia. Scandinavia and the world, she says. Not Italia. Really? Scandinavia oh. and the world. So maybe it's a different one. Anyway, so maybe. yeah, so America is the virgin. We might as well be chastised. Running around <laughs> with, with, you know, but with, with our little locks between our legs. <laughs> we can't propagate. <laughs> Except under strict conditions. Magic underwear. Magic underwear. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you can buy that now, by the way. It's just expensive. How expensive? I don't know. The shirts were like... Are we talking like double the price of regular underwear? Or I was more than... I, like... I would say that I would say that like that the, I think the top was like 60 bucks or something. I don't know. I'd have to go look at, wow. it and look at it again. It was it was expensive. I I because I thought Brian, I I should get some, but then I went, oh no. Brian, the question is, how much is too much if you're gonna if you're gonna cosplay Mormon and you can't afford a bike? <laughs> well, that's a, that's a really good question. If I'm gonna cosplay Mormon, it's probably worth it, right? But that's just not something that does it for my wife. She she you know she she really gets upset with the whole Mormon thing. You know if I if I if I put it on, you know, it just doesn't work for me. Well, you probably should stop showing up. Should stop showing up at the door with a black backpack on. <laughs> black mm. backpack and a bicycle helmet and a condom. <laughs> I thought that religion was the condom. Didn't we? Didn't we figure that out last week? Yes, we did. Soci so yeah. What? Uh, yeah. So uh, our society is the cock, 
and uh, culture cultures, is the cock. Culture is the cock. Is the condom. There we go. And a lot of people tend to focus too much on the condom without realizing there's a cock underneath. Okay, so what's the vagina or the vulva? Sorry, uh, I think we're being car- raped up the ass. The, the vulva <laughs> oh! is important. We're getting raped. Yeah, up- no, okay, it's a car okay. made in Sweden. It's a car made. Oh man! And I'm gonna go straight from cosplaying Mormon right over to fan service. Okay, tell me what you got. You know, speak, speaking of which, uh, Liz LaPointe here does has a um, has a video. Maybe we should go over that when uh, Ian's here. But uh, talking about whether uh, sexy comic book art, whether uh, that's uh, sexy or sexist. Oh, okay. Let's put that okay. in the next episode. Yeah, Sounds I think we, we've talked about comic book art about that before, and she has some good things to say on that. I think. Okay. Cool. Okay, and we might want to pick up the fan service discussion at that point too, because the sexy comics comic book art touches on that an awful lot. Um, there is a cover of the the book, the Sensational She Hulk, that shows her shows her covering up her obviously nude body, and they're basically telling her that she's going to be jumping jumping rope naked in the book because that's what the fans have been asking for. So is that is that what's going on here? Is that, that basically fan service is then is them making cartoons to that that's... fans that's part of fan service. Okay. That is a big part of fan service. Making things adding sex or skimpily skimpily clad characters into somewhere where they're not really plot necessary is a big part of fan service. Daisy Duke, Princess Leia's slave bikini, stuff like that is done to titillate the fans and it, it, it doesn't it's not all and, and to, to be clear i have no problem with that yeah well, i don't have any problem I have no with problem either. with titillating the fans. I, okay i'm gonna stay right now i love fan service i just like to recognize it when i see it okay i i'm gonna i'm gonna go a step further here and say that the first section of every podcast of the that we do is fan service okay the masturbation moment is all about fan service yeah, I suppose that's true. Fan service can also be Easter eggs that are thrown in there. Well, like, for instance, uh, the movie Thor. They had him... Take his shirt off. Well, they had him take his shirt off. That was fan service for the for the ladies. But they also had him get a fake identity as Donald Blake, M.D., which is which was his identity through years in the comic book. He would He would basically transform from a... Uh, crippled doctor Donald Blake into Thor when he struck his walking stick on the ground. And this was part of what Odin did to punish him so that he could, so that he would grow into a, a more mature person. The Stan Lee cameos in the Marvel movies are fan service. Uh, since we were talking about Batman versus Superman earlier. Now, why does Stan Lee never take off his shirt? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think we need. need I think the ladies want to see a little shirtless Stan Lee. Come on. <laughs> Actually, somebody mentioned a Stan Lee cameo they wanted to see, which wouldn't work in in uh, Age of Ultron because he had a different cameo in there. But they were saying they wanted to see it the the end cut scene. Stan Lee, the janitor, walking through the Avengers Tower, picks up Thor's hammer to dust under it, and then puts it back down and walks on. Mm. <laughs> Okay, that would have been funny. <laughs> yeah, but um, since we were talking about Bat- Batman versus Superman earlier, Amy Adams in a tub, would you call that fan service? Yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. I would call that fan service. Absolutely. Um, putting Wonder Woman in 
a realistic version of her original outfit. Yes. That's fan service. Everything on X Hamster. Okay. <laughs> I'm not necessarily saying that's fan service. <laughs> oh. But so I just I I I, I you know, like I said, my contention is not that fan service is bad. I love fan service. I, I love it when it's well done. I even love it when it's badly done. I just like to be able to recognize it when I see it. It's just like I get porn. that reference. You know it when you see it. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, uh, okay. How about okay? So, so we're talking about kind of these definitions. How do you guys feel about the "not safe for work" tag? Is it um, shaming I mean, right off the bat? I guess it has. No, actually, its, no. Um, I don't. I don't think so. I think it's. I think saying in NSFW is a good warning. Okay. Because if somebody pulls this up at work and they end up getting fired, then they were warned. Okay. All right. Um, you know, if if it's yeah. something I mean, that I is, mean, yeah, yeah, people don't want to like even you don't want your coworkers, you know, seeing you look at something, you know, you you might not want somebody passing by to oh you're looking at that, you know, so yeah, that's a it's a good warning. Okay, so it's a, so it's a courtesy thing more than anything. I would say yeah. it's, I'd say it's more of a courtesy. I don't think I it's not like it's you know NSFW can cover a lot of different stuff. It can cover language. It can cover. Um, it can cover violence, it can cover nudity, it can cover a lot of different things. They're just simply saying that this is something that if you are a smart person, you probably don't want to be looking at at work. Although okay. it mostly has if to do with plan on keeping that because job. that's the thing that people will be able because that's the thing that people will be able to see on your computer screen if they're passing by. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just was wondering because I kinda wonder sometimes if it's a I don't know, get like like calling something porn be used you know, that's almost like like shaming it right from the beginning. I uh, well, yeah, we were talking about the fact that porn is intended to be a dirty word, right? Porn is intended. You know, if you say something is porn, you are saying that it is valueless. You're saying that it is ninety percent of the population, uh, you all excluded, but ninety percent of the population, if they hear the word porn, they think that this is something that is valueless, that is probably associated not only with sex but with drugs or violence because of the conditions under which it was filmed or pictures were taken. It was done in a, in a dirty back alley and the, the, the guy filming it was wearing a raincoat and pants legs tied around his thighs, but no pants. Okay. How about the word pervert? If you call somebody a pervert, I think that it's, it's like, it's like porn. You're shaming somebody right off the bat. Yeah. To, to say that yeah, somebody yeah. is perverted, you were saying that they have deviated from the norm. It's the same. It's not. It's not far off from calling them a deviant, for that matter. Although I had a teacher in college who loved the word deviant. Oh, I like the word deviant way better than I like the word pervert. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> me too. I, I would I'd much rather be called a sexual deviant. You were saying, and, 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 saying and it sounds more and it sounds more dramatic to call somebody a deviant too. You know, like you deviant instead of you pervert. Exactly, you know, deviant I, sounds right. like much cooler. Yeah, way better. But to to call somebody a pervert is basically to say that they have left society's mm -hmm. values behind, and everything they do is pretty much wrong. So that doesn't have to just be sex. Atheists could be considered perverts. We're definitely yeah. considered deviants. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. are. <laughs> I'm sure the label could be applied to atheists. I will totally own deviant. I will not own pervert. Oh, it's okay. I'm trying to take back the word adultery to mean something that adults do. 
<laughs> I like that. There was a joke book um, that my mom had when I when I was young, um, and she liked to tell this story. How um, I was laughing at this joke book. Uh, my mom looked at it and, and she's like, "You shouldn't be reading that." And it, it, it yeah, that's uh, that's not for somebody. Uh, the book is too adult for you. And I said, "No, mom, look the the book itself is called From Infancy to Adultery." <laughs> Oh, that is so good. <laughs> oh. Yes, but but do do infants have as much fun in infancy as adults have in adultery? <laughs> <laughs> and may the two never meet. <laughs> From infancy to adultery. That is where we end this show. <laughs> Say goodnight, everybody. Goodnight, everybody. Goodnight, everybody. It's another one in the can. Well, if you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time you're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. You could always roast us in a voicemail at 720-295-7785. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons share-alike, no-derivatives, 3.5 license. So, hand it to an unsuspecting friend, but please, just don't change the content. Intro music by Peter Kennel. Find more of Peter's music at soundcloud.com forward slash p-k-a-n-o-l. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Board. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.